Welcome back to another amazing episode. I'm to hear more. I have a room full of amazing guests, outstanding, talented people all in here. We're going to have a fantastic show. This is a damn internet, you scary. Uh, let's just kick it off like this. To my immediate left, ladies and gentlemen, he is one of the pioneers of online comedy and sketches, uh, part of a group called Dormtainment. They were from Atlanta. They were doing amazing skits. They are all still doing very amazing and outstanding things. Now, this gentleman to my left is a content creator. He's a musician. He's a musical artist. He's a, I don't want to say seamstress. What did I say? A clothing designer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. But he seamster. Seamster. <laughs> seamster. I don't know seamster. if that was a word. Seamster? Anytime it's, it's a stress, in it, it got to be a stir. Go ahead. Okay, my okay, bad. My right. bad. Seamster, clothing designer, all-around renaissance man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show, Mr. Mike Dam. Thank you, man. It's great to be here. I love your energy. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just met him today. I spit all over the motherfucker. This is a horrible intro. Next up, right. ladies and gentlemen, to my immediate right, uh, me and this brother just linked at the Ice House and just had a great connection, had a great conversation. Uh, you actually see him on one of the upcoming episodes of Dive in the DMs. You've seen him on a lot of stuff on TV. We're not going to mention a lot of the stuff, yeah, but we are going to address some of the stuff. Of, I mean, one of the main reasons why we're not mentioning anything right now, but he is a comedian. He's an actor. He's a content creator. He's produced and directed, I'm sure, some stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the show. Why not? He, he's also one of the founding members. Members of the uh, Apollo in Harlem. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, <laughs> Mr. Malcolm Barry. Love- bam, 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 bam. New York in the city, what up? I love it, man. Brooklyn in the building. I love that you assumed I had talents. <laughs> you like, he probably does this, probably sells Cheetos. He's, I've, I've seen him eat before. I know he can roast niggas when they get out of pocket. <laughs> I can't roast. do that. That shit got me so many followers just insulting people. People yeah, love degradation. It's really, it's I've sad. Heard. I've I'm heard. Sad. Yeah. I've seen, yeah. I've heard. It's real, it's interesting. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This nigga CP hit me with a doozy this morning while we were filming Squaggers. He hit me with this nigga said, I smile and I could, my gums are so big when I smile you see half my skull and I have not recovered. <laughs> All I'm saying is, well, we, you know, we're going to leave that on that podcast, but think about every skeleton you see, Mm-mm. no lips. It's okay. You don't have to do what you're doing right now. I'm just saying no lips. Just let me let, let me finish the introduction first. Can I say something about how you introduce Malcolm? <laughs> just, you know, rarely do we ever get a chance to to hear how niggas met. Yeah. Then they said we hit it off at the Ice House. Very well had a couple drinks. And, uh, it felt like a meet cute. Went back to his place. <laughs> <laughs> went back to his PlayStation. I said, yo, your PlayStation or mine. And, uh, we ran the Madden all night, man. <laughs> <laughs> Very masculine what is yeah, wrong with yeah, yeah, yeah. We ran the Madden all night, <laughs> man. Fortnite the Madden. We were just creating tale. players. And, uh, uh, two, I made mine look like him. He made his look like mine. 2K. <laughs> it was cute. This, this is getting weird. This is getting weird. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, to my uh, far right, he is no stranger to the podcast or to the viewers. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a Detroit legend. Native of Detroit, one of the baddest motherfuckers out when it comes to comedy, when it comes to roasting, when it comes to content creation. Uh, he does it all, and he's a fly comic. You don't meet a lot of comics out here that be caring about the game, but I got three, three, three people right here that all are about it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the show my dog, Mr. C. P. You like how I did that? Uh, it won't, uh, listen, can I tell you, can I tell you, can yeah, I tell yeah, you? Yeah. 
I took Bamba and I took Booyah and I, I, I and, and I've been trying to find a Jamaican to to hop on to this and possibly take you. I get behind your movement on it. Right. Booyah clock. No. Oh, no, I don't. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, I don't like it neither. See, <laughs> it was a test. That's how you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah real Jamaican. Real you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Real Jamaican. Everyone came. It's together. always because they told me they're like rice and peas. When you meet a Jamaican, you say that. And then I was in it. Who told you to say rice and peas no when you meet a Jamaican? No, no, no. Friendly to you. No, that's what she said first, and then uh-huh. she gave me her advice. Uh, she said. She said rice and peas. She said, "Listen, whenever you meet a Jamaican, <laughs> you say." Booyah. I was like, "Damn, okay, that was a hell of an intro." Mm, I, I didn't know what it was neither. I don't. Think yeah, yeah, I don't think that's right. I think she's yeah. trying to get you in trouble. This yeah. is Patra. Huh? This is Patra mm. that said this. It could have right. been. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know her first name. I don't. I don't. I did not. I have not thought about Patra in I have. so long. Is Patra Patrick? No, oh, Patra. No, Patra. Is the singer. No, no, no. Respect. Oh. my guy. He asked, "Was it Patrick?" Yeah, I thought. We're not going to mull over that, because Patrick nigga, could definitely this, be Patrick. This nigga's catching strays from Miami. <laughs> he is in Miami. He ain't Why even in the same time zone. Oh, you mean Patrick? Patrick Let me find out. Let me find out. Let me find out. It was Patrick Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. All right. Oh, my God. We about to have a time of day, baby. Uh, well, in true in-the-studio fashion, we always have a freestyle. Um, I, I think Mike that. is familiar with this. CP is familiar with I've this. Had, I've had Malcolm, some of my most fire bars on here. Mm. Malcolm, this is a new thing for you, but it is tradition water. that we do it. I've seen it. I'm very excited about it. I was going to ask oh, if I could be a part of it. I like what they say. They're excited about it. So I'm just going to make a... Um, since, uh, <laughs> since CP came in with the, the Jamaican accent. I think I'm going to try to do a Jamaican beat. No, nah, oh. y'all was clowning my booyah claw and rice and peas. Well, they are both trash. I'm going to be honest with you. you right, you like, sound like Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> rice and peas. Who's Gilbert Godfrey? I'm old. These I'm about to say, yeah. Who's Gilbert like, Godfrey? Like you old and white. You sound I'm like... Old. He sounds like Fred Astaire. But you know what you know. <laughs> like... <laughs> you knew he was white, so you know Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, I might just do an old Jamaican beat, and y'all can try to get in wherever you fit in. Remember, you're just trying to rhyme scary. First of all, we're not going to look. You might just do an old Jamaican beat. Like, Bebop? No, like, doom, 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 That's Bebop. Doom, 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 doom. Oh, damn. If they said the internet is scary, you probably would have had to hear. Yeah, yeah. But anytime Pat is not here, he got three other niggas that's gonna be here. Cause internet is scary. Internet is scary. Internet is scary. Scare me. Internet scary. No y'all come over me place. No y'all love it sit on me face. Internet hit me on the online. You know, said that me never, never mind. Yeah. Internet is scary. Yeah. Internet is scary. Scare me now. Internet is scary. Booyah! Internet is scary. Internet, you're scary as hell. Why you can't contell? Why you niggas see me? And the niggas see P. P3 to the four. And I got me some more. And I gotta get hyped. This is my new job ever since I went on strike down. If you ever see the internet, it's if you ever scared about the neck, you ought to probably with the pat into here. But Pat is not here. Pat's not here. 
Three niggas is here. Three niggas is here. Three niggas is here. Four Somebody gotta come with that voice. Listen, that may be top three, if not top one. Cam, you've seen a lot of them. You gotta, Cam, what you thinking, man? It's definitely one or two. (laughs) (laughs) Fire! He's very serious. Listen, the way y'all came in, like the both of y'all hit it immediately in unison. Never had that happen before. (laughs) And CP, it just felt right. You kicked it off. Mike came in right. It was like it was. Somebody gotta hit that voice, but you don't know what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? Who the You know what I'm saying? You got it back. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I can't do it, but that was it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I thought Super Cat was here with us. Man, right that was now. great. Thank you, thank that was good. That was crazy, man. That was that was that was, that was, that was dope. That wasn't my best rhyme. That was a little prize level, but Never. I was excited. No, no, no. But I was excited. Damn. I was excited. Prize level is Prize crazy. Is still, he got Grammys. Prize was dope. Prize, Prize was dope. Was but Prize even... also went and got the waters and the car. Like, Prize, go get the whip. We're doing an interview. Got it. <laughs> We're doing an interview. Me and Lauren got to do an interview. Go get the car. Bring us a couple cuts. Ice cold waters, please. <laughs> did, did Prize, uh, didn't he? International spy. Think about it. He was just up there. Just what, like, nigga, he wasn't even doing nothing. He wasn't. He didn't have time to write rhymes because he was busy being a spy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what they say. I mean, they, and that supposedly they, he said it's not true. He's allegedly. trying to sue. Allegedly. Allegedly, he said uh, he, he's trying and to he sue fifty up? for uh, <laughs> slander. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I I know he was taken in. I'm not sure of his status right now. I know he's facing time. Yeah, but he was facing some time for some other stuff too. This is the most probably the tax has been talked about in a while. Ever. Probably. <laughs> ever like, in a very but long here's the time. thing, though. Fuji's the score. score was. The score! The score was score an was amazing album. Yeah. Did you ever? Was you hip hop? Yeah, Prize kept the scores. Prize was like, cool. You got three tracks <laughs> if you want it. <laughs> the score was magnificent, man. It was a, yeah. Solid album. I got to go back to that. Oh, you do? Oh, it it, it holds dope. up. Mm-hmm. It holds up. It's a solid ass album, man. I, I appreciate the first that Paris stuff. I don't remember. She... <laughs> we, we used to be number one, and now we're number one. And that's why I lost my finger. And at the same time, though, we used to be number ten. Now we're coming at one. You gotta hold your head. She's getting crazy right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, that's how you know Moses is rhyming. Nigga, hat go about to blow off. You gotta hold your hat, dog. For like eight years, it was just that's that. It was just Wyclef. Just what yeah. was coming at one. Wyclef is it? That's a man. If if who could be the Black Willy Wonka? I'm going Wyclef. Wyclef. The weekend, just for facial features alone. The okay. weekend was scared the shit out of some kids. Like, would you all like a tappy? Andre. <laughs> Who? Andre 3K. Oh, Andre. Oh, Andre. oh yeah, yeah. Sure. Hands down. Hands sure. down. That'd be the Willy Wonka weed factory, too. You, you got out of his shit. You know what I'm saying? Be a bunch of edibles and shit. <laughs> I, I would love to see him in that. The black Willy Wonka I would love to see that. Yes, yeah, that yeah. would be amazing. Now, I will say that uh, Wyclef lost me when he did Somebody Call 911. I, I was not a fan. No. I was not that a was fan. Hit. That was nah, a nah, hit, bro. Someone please call 911. No. No. That was that was that. That was to me. That was the same as like when Kanye did, uh, him and Rihanna did that song. What was it? The old. All of the dude? lights. No, not oh, all of the lights. Uh, say, that's fucking crazy. It was like the slow song. I, was like, I hate all these hits. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I will admit that sometimes I am kind of biased when it comes to singles. I don't like T.I.'s hey. one of my favorite rappers, but I don't like a lot of his singles. That's crazy because his singles slap to me. Yeah, but I, like I will say this. Some of them, you can, can have whatever you like. Y'all like that. It's okay. What? Right. It wasn't my favorite. Can we yeah. talk about this for a second, though? Let's stay on this because I think that there's been some hit records that I've had to hide my disdain for. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Such a vibrant thing. Mm-hmm. Really? Can't stand you it. You didn't like that? Not, I didn't oh like my it. It's not yeah. really either. Hey, you know what's my least favorite lyric? Vibrant thing. Yeah. <laughs> vibrant thing. <laughs> vibrant thing. Like, what the fuck is I had to look up vibrant. Like, okay. okay, I didn't know vibrant was a thing. No. The beat, though. The beat didn't get you in me. That's fuck a beat on a single. I feel you. I like vibrant things. I love vibrant things. I don't like vibrant things, man. It's not my thing. When it comes on, I get less vibrant. And I find me a place to go and vibrate out of some shit. Let me ask you this. Right now, top of your head, if you had to throw out two to three favorite hit songs, classics that would never go out of style for you. Could you do it? Shoulder Lean. Really? Shoulder Lean? Shoulder wow. Lean is one of my favorites. So I, it's I just never would have thought because that. Because I'm going to tell you why. Young Drew brought... Anytime any artist comes in with a new, like, cadence and pocket of mm-hmm, rhyme to be mm-hmm. in, that's always to be... And, and I've always, like... Those people have benchmarks, like Bone Thugs and Harmony, benchmarks. Yes. Um, Field Mob, a benchmark. For like, damn, I remember that was a crazy... Where he, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, they were Yeah, they, they was different. crazy yeah. with it. They shit was um, crazy. But Dro, like, Salem, man, it was, it was the way that he, yeah. you know, Eminem. Like, people who, like, play with the syllables enough to create their own They manipulate pocket. the words. Man, yeah. I love that, that bro. That man fucking rhymed orange with door hinge. Yeah. Because wow. nobody could ever rhyme orange with anything. Right. He figured out a way. It, it was a big deal. deal. The papers went out. There were emails sent. It was crazy. I remember that. I got a text. Yeah. They said, did you hear it right this? And then they <laughs> Boy, fuck you. <laughs> Luciano will always be one of my favorite hip hop songs. Ooh, wow. Ever. The beat, Luciano was the crazy. The beat by itself was outstanding. Mm-hmm. To this day, still holds up, and I think it's one of the best freestyle beats ever. Like, the, just the, the horns in there are mm-hmm. crazy. And then I will also go, uh, We Gonna Make It. We, mm-hmm. we gonna make it. That beat is crazy. We gonna make But it's like, I would, I would, I would. I would hit those two arrows on it. If it came on, I'd be like, boop, next time. You would train. go forward on We Gonna Make It? I go forward, We Gonna Make It. I That's like it. Bro. Not, not I put like it like it. this. Eight times out of ten, I'm going to go forward. Depending on what, what, how I'm feeling that day. Eight I'm times out of ride. ten? Wow. Eight times out of ten. You know what I played before that? What? Is, uh, even though what we do is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Same kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Same same area of the video yeah. store, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm picking it. up this tape. That's right. Ah, that's interesting. Stop, drop, shut them down, down, open up shop. Yeah. Come on now. Oh, no. Why, baby? That's a rough ride. Oh, Do y'all remember when DMS came in and filled in the holes with oh, lyrics? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that was My like, dogs go. stop, stop, dogs go. And, and then we go, go, shut them down, open up shop. First we had them like, oh, now they like, no. Why, baby? That's how rough riders and roll. Like, did he just rap on his rap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was rapping his rap? Let me tell you something. That was such true. a he monumental time. That was, that was fucked yeah. A monumental time in hip-hop because in a time where everything was flashy, gold this and right gold that. Right after the shot and shoot era. And niggas had tigers on their album covers and mansions in the hill and helicopters. And you know, the, the, the pixel art from No Limit all, it was so mm-hmm. extravagant. This yeah. nigga came with a dog chain, heavy Dirty. dog chain around his neck, yep. holding two pits 
goddamn me, big overalls. He yeah. he completely changed the landscape. All the ashy niggas woke up with, with puppies. Like, yeah, it's our time. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Y'all dogs gone. <laughs> It was crazy. I love that time, man. That yeah, shit that was, was amazing. a good time. It was. He was because he was the one where his his record actually met, like his crimes matched his lyrics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they would put it up and they'd be like, they were just like stealing cars. They had like just eight Grand Theft Autos Bro. on there and shit. Like it was amazing. DMX was one of those rappers where you never doubted the lyrics. You didn't no. think this was just a no, song. He didn't write that. He had one song I forgot the name of, but the the lyrics went something like, uh, "Knew what I was doing." Exactly when I was doing it. Seeing niggas having a good time and I'm a ruin it. Fuck you and fuck your man. Bunch me niggas is pussy. That can you imagine going Seeing to niggas the having movies? a good time. No one up in the ruin. Yeah. <laughs> you see two niggas going to, to the movie, like, yeah, hey, going, I can't wait to see Transformers. Oh, y'all been having a good time. Fuck, it, man. fuck your shit, bitch yeah, ass nigga. It's like yeah. the popcorn too. You telling yeah. the anecdote about getting robbed by DMX? That's horrible. I don't know. Do y'all like remember that. the one he did about the bank robbery? The heat? The heat yeah, is on. Are yeah, yeah. you niggas ready to die? Man. Was it where he was doing two voices? Is that the one mm-hmm. where he was doing both? That, that was in, that in um, Damien. Damien. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, DMX was a special type of person, yeah. man. I told you I got you. You like the way I got you when the f- you shot you? Yeah, the whole shit. Yes, he went was back. Yeah. Yes, that shit. DMX was said that, not me. The, <laughs> the greatest story. The greatest story is when he tells a story of pulling somebody over. Mm. He was just like he, he used to have. He used to have a, a, a big a Ford Runner or some shit, and he was like, I would put the lights. On the top of the thing, right? Oh yeah. And I used to have a have a little, little star, you know what I mean? I let him know, like I'm trying to drop the traffic. Yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to go to traffic. And I, I told this dude, pull over. He ain't respect my authority. <laughs> so I pull him over. And I pull him over, cops come. Cause I'm not a real cop. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. You're not a real cop. The video of him standing there in that lion's jersey coming out of court, like, it's always me. Like, nigga, why are you in court? In a Lions jersey, <laughs> expecting. It's always me, man. It's always me. It's always with me, you know? Hey, but, you know, hey, when, when we pray, we pray, you know? Listen, <laughs> I knew DMX was already different. Like he, But when he came out, he was like, I don't like Drake. Everybody likes yeah. Drake. When he said, I don't like Drake, I don't like Drake. It's all the singing shit. Nigga, you know, he's soft. I was like, he he is his own man. The Rudolph mm-hmm. the Red Nosed Reindeer freestyle. <laughs> Classic. Classic. He, he the type of that that just smoke a rock and open a bag of chips like man, I ain't doing shit today. <laughs> <laughs> like damn nigga. Did hilarious. you just smoke a rock, nigga? Yeah, I'm gonna be a rock. I ain't doing shit today. I'm chilling, man. <laughs> I'm currently listening to the, Mal- the biography of Malcolm X mm-hmm. right now. And it's read by Lawrence Fishburne, which is amazing. Wow. I am not great at reading books. I will fall asleep all the line, all the time, but with Lawrence Fishburne reading this shit and him like putting emphasis on certain road words, changing his pitch and his tone, it's amazing. Yeah, Get I audible. Think... Yeah, it's, it's it's fantastic. But to hear how much drugs Malcolm X was doing, Detroit this shit. Red. Detroit, Detroit Red. <laughs> Detroit Red was doing. Detroit Red. Red, Red Conk. Red ain't give a goddamn. Oh, Red, this motherfucker he had, had the holes on him at all times. He was breaking the houses. It's crazy. And like just hearing all the shit that he was doing, we talking about DMX, I was like, these, they yeah, were, he was a young DMX. Yeah, they were, they were one of the same. Yeah, Detroit, like he used to be barking at hoes and all that Man, shit. Man, he was but, really out but here. You, but you see how in Belly, they had him about to take out the uh, Malcolm X Farrakhan style character, and then he kind of fell mm-hmm. into that same teaching yep. and understanding. It take niggas like that mm-hmm. to be like that. Yeah, you yeah. got to be crazy. Because you know, here's what it is. You, you got to be a full, uh, I don't want to say spectrum, because mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But you have to be like, all in on how you are. Yeah. A lot of niggas not all in on how they are. Like, yeah, mm. I'm a criminal. Now I'm a minister. I was mm. the worst criminal. Mm-hmm. Now I'm the ministerist minister that's, that's that ever minister. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and I think people like that uh, speak from an authentic point. Like, yeah. 
niggas was ready to follow him when he was a criminal probably. Yeah. yeah. You know I what love, I'm saying? That's my favorite type of reverend. It was like, uh, uh, Carl, you remember I used to rob the shit out of you. Now, okay, now, now, but I'm blessed Some now. of y'all know me. I've I, I seen the Lord, but, uh, you know, I pistol whip a motherfucker. I was out that bad. I was out that bad. Cannonballs! It's summertime, ladies and gentlemen. And fellas, we know it's not just about the size of those cannonballs, but it's about making a good splash. And with our friends at Manscaped, you can prepare to get everybody wet. I wasn't I wasn't even planning. It just kind of happened like that. That was just that was just golden like that. Listen, I'm here to tell you guys about the dope things that Manscaped has going on. First and foremost, their performance package 4.0 is on shelves right now, and it is what you need in your life. All right. And I'm giving out 20% and free shipping. So stay tuned. Listen, I'm trying to put you on the game, all right? The lawnmower 4.0, which comes in the uh, performance package, features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The lawnmower 4.0 also has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multi-function on-off uh, switch, which can engage and travel. What that means is, if you've ever traveled with any type of clippers, and you put it in your, your, your toiletry bag, and you get to your destination, you open it up, and you see that it's been on, and your battery is exhausted, well, you don't have to worry about this, because they have the travel button that makes sure that doesn't happen. Alright? Now, listen. I've been manscaping since, what, since high school, but I ain't been doing it like this. With these tools, you can make sure that you're walking around with the most pristine jewels ever. They've got the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. All right, this is like keeping your balls clean and cool in any environment, especially right now with this heat wave going on right now. This is what you need in your life, all right? The kit also has the Shears 2.0, which is a luxury nail grooming kit. This kit includes a stainless steel nail cutter, tweezers, and grooming uh, scissors. You also get the Manscaped boxers, which are fantastic. To this day, one of my favorite pair of boxes. But I'm not going to sit up here and brag about all the stuff that you can get. You can go online and see it. I'm just going to tell you, you won't be upset with your purchase. Ladies, if you're watching this right now, this is a great birthday gift. It's a great Father's Day gift. It's a great anniversary gift. It's a great anytime gift. Christmas, Thanksgiving, I don't know if you do that, but hey, I'm not here to judge, but I'm telling you, you can't go wrong with this. So go. Go to manscaped.com right now and use our code DIYS to get 20% off and free shipping. Did you hear me? 20% off and free shipping. We all know that shipping can add up to another $10 to $20. We're giving you free shipping and 20% off. All you have to do is go to manscaped.com and use our promo code DIYS. All right? Manscaped, the perfect way to get your patty sizzling this summer. Mike, do you have, because I know you, you do music now and you do more R&B soul type of music mm -hmm. do you are, is rap a big thing for you or do you have a song you I'm, do? I'm i'm i got bars when i write though okay okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm, okay. A writer. I'm a writer but do you have a favorite hip-hop song timeless classic something that you hear you all make like this is my shit right here uh no okay okay i just wanted to make sure we had enough time we covered everybody yeah, yeah, so yeah. We got everybody okay good. i think we're good with that with that okay cool. all right what about r&b song R&B, I got plenty. I okay, got, give I me got, one, right off the top. Uh, let's see. Oh, Anita Baker, Sweet Love. Oh, mm. let's start off there. You can't go wrong with that. You can't go That's wrong with classic. that. That's a classic. I've been trying to learn that one recently. I saw Anita in okay. concert. Yeah, How'd I saw go? her last year. It was great. It was great. We caught the tail end of the concert. It's the, it's I was the most out. huskiest woman voice besides uh, Tony Braxton. Oh, You know what? But it's yeah. a full body voice. For her to be under, they used to call it a five foot powerhouse. Mm. She is small. Mm. Now, one thing she did the whole concert, it's like, all right, I'm done. They act like she's closing up and then she'll come back. 
like four more times. I'm like, just do all the songs. <laughs> stop with the four songs. Yeah, 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 stop right. with the pop right. songs. All right, just do that. Auntie Taj, y'all, I gotta get up out of here. Sweet love. Like, just just do the song. First of all, her voice is husky, but Tony Braxton. Can you imagine calling the the Braxton resident? Hello. Yeah, how you doing? This is uh Tony. How you doing, sir? Uh, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. You you said Tony. Yeah, this is Tony. Did you see the dude? Like covering a sexy red song yeah. as Tony Braxton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Tony, Tony Braxton reposted it. Yeah. Wow. Was like, what did y'all think? Hugging with my rounds. <laughs> <laughs> John Day Thompson has a great Tony Braxton bit about John it. Day. It is solid as hell. Shout it's out to solid. John Day Thompson. It is so good. John so good. I love it, man. So, Anita Baker, sweet love. Yeah. Oh, oh. Tank, maybe I deserve. I oh, was, I was God. in middle school. Wow. I was in middle school singing I that. Like I, I don't know. I was cheating on somebody. Music. Shout out to Tank. I just, I was just, in a, I was in a flight with Tank. <laughs> but, 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 Tank music is like. Tank music is like when that nigga is standing up in church, like, y'all need to treat the bitches better. Come on now. Come on now. Can we please? Come on, fellas. Y'all hey, need to hey. treat the bitches better. Come on, pull them chairs out, man. Let the bitches sit down. Let the bitches stand in. You niggas sit there. Come on, man. That's not how we treat. I mean, treat queens. Can I say this to the bitches? Bitches is riches. And I, just say that, and I think I think I speak for everybody when I say bitches is riches. That's and I just right. yeah. hey, but here's the thing though, the motherfucker can sing oh, and they can write. Didn't they form a group with Genuine and Tyrese? TGT. Yeah, yeah called uh, Funniest T- group ever. THC. Didn't they have a fight? Didn't they have a fight on like Good Morning America? Genuine was so nigga Genuine sitting in the chair like this. Yeah. Doing this shit, I was like, oh, this nigga rolling. Yeah. Wow. He's big rolling. Wow. Yeah. He's big rolling. At I first, it. I thought it was Coke, but like, nah, Coke would have just had him hype. Yeah. He was rolling. Genuine, was Genuine is a college freshman for the rest of his life. That's how he acts. <laughs> like, you can't sit still. Yeah, what up, y'all? <laughs> what y'all going up? Falling off shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro. <laughs> My favorite thing is, get up, man. Who's the, who's the organized one in the group? I love that it's just Tyrese. Like, get it together, y'all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It gotta be Tyrese. Yeah. Our future's crazy. on the line. Yeah. I feel like everybody, I feel like Genuine and, and Tyrese were like, Genuine's a wild boy. He's a wild court. Tyrese was like, this is my chance to get back in music. Tank was like, I write, so I'm going to be okay forever. Right. Yeah, right. He, was, he, he wasn't mm-hmm. tripping off of it. But you could see how annoyed Tyrese was. Because he was sitting right next to him. He looked at him like, <laughs> I've never seen that on live TV. Oh, yeah, it was so fucking bad, yeah. though. But y'all know, um, like, Sammy, old boy from Pretty Ricky, Ray J, and somebody else are started a group called RSVP. They were they were they were background to um, Todd Dollar was in it too. Todd Dollar signed. Wow, really? why why Todd Dollar? Todd Dollar should be by himself. He why are they oh, this- immature immature. So did you you knew you knew that no. Br- uh, <laughs> Ray J and Ty Dolla Sign and Brandy were background to uh, Immature at one point. IMX. Oh wow! Ty Dolla played the bass. Yeah, so yep. I did not. Yep. I remember know IMX. That. Immature remember, was one of my remember first when concerts. Marcus obviously. Houston was on uh, Sister Sister Never. or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah, that was that Go Roger. Go yeah, home, Roger. I also remember when he wore that see-through suit to a music. Oh man, like, yeah. that was. Uh, that was that uh, was right after he supposedly had smashed Beyonce. So I mean, it's kind of like he's I wearing everything. I don't see him I've doing never that. Heard Anybody that. that would you do never knew that? that? Nah, I've never heard that. I heard of Pimp C. I heard Pimp, Pimp C, C smashed Beyonce. They said Pimp C had a tape with Beyonce, 
and, I don't and that's why him and Jay Z ain't really fuck with each other like that. But oh. There's, I don't believe that. Either. I don't believe that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe that. But hey, look no up. But look up. But look up. Marcus Houston and Beyonce. If, if anybody in the comments, please look I up. Marcus Houston. That's that that's ever. that's like that's one thing I always see. The thing about. Oh, mm. if you gotta think about it that much, don't do it. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's too close to cancel. Listen, I listen. Know, you know, on YouTube yeah. is all we got left, right? <laughs> They they strike and everything else. You YouTube used to is be all we got left. Off. So just right, think about you're it. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because you'll hit me up like, yo, take that out. Like, that's the last podcast. So let's just. Bitches is rich. <laughs> yeah. All right, there we go. There we go. There we go. That's the tank I was looking for. Yeah. Speaking of the strike, Malcolm. Yes. Let's talk about this real quick. Okay, everyone's super interested in this. You know, I think I think it's I think it's important to know why this is so. What did Saint Angels just say? What. Marcus Houston told Vibe magazine that back in the day he took B's virginity. I, I don't believe him. I don't believe him. About <laughs> like, like, now with his whole thing with the young chick, I feel like B was too. I mean, but he was Marcus time. Houston Ooh. at the time, though. He was. He had. He had probably. He was Batman. He was the man yeah. next to Batman. Was he Batman? He was, I Batman. He was Batman. He yeah. was Batman. And that right? was the dumbest. Now I, I, I used to be eighth grade like because all the girls was going crazy. I'm like, he's not Batman though. <laughs> <laughs> what don't y'all bitches understand? I don't know your mind. Do you remember when? Before like, LDB, it was an Asian boy in Immature. Hell no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, in I, the remember. Movie. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I he was, remember. He, he was in the, look, they House was in Party. House Party 3. Yeah. Yes. And it was a little Asian boy. He just looked like, yeah, he looked like a little monk. He looked like the Golden Child boy. Yeah. yeah. It was him but he was like LDB. Out. No, it was four of them, I, don't I thought. I remember this. I don't, was it four at the time? I thought one. Y'all saw House Party 3? Yeah, yeah. I didn't I saw purpose. all of them. I just, oh, I just, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Even even the newest ones that, of course, the latest one that came out. But then uh, there was one before that that was, was tri- terrible. It was called Half Pint. Hey, yeah, Saint Angels is on yeah. it. Shout out to Saint Angels. Oh, his parents got him out the group. Yeah. Oh yeah, Saint Angels is on it. Saint on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on IMDb yeah, right yeah. now. Like it's some bullshit. You know what that is, right? That's yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's D. Yeah. All right. So um, <laughs> don't talk too much shit yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just realized that it's Saint Angeles. I just always Saint just say Saint Angels. And then yeah, Saint Angeles from Saint Louis. Uh, I know. I get it now. Get it now. I get it now. So I think it's important we talk about the strike because there are. So many people that are hearing about it but don't really understand what we're fighting for, the equality that we're fighting for, and also um, the people that have the rose-colored glasses on and think that they're moving out to L.A. and you booking one thing means that you've made it. Yeah, I yeah. want to talk about the reality, the harshness, the, 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 the budgeting, the planning, all of that with being an actor and an entertainer and what is actually on the line right now. Well, it's crazy. I mean, you know, the strike happened for a, a number of reasons. The big ticket items are, you know, folks are underpaid. They're right. trying to use us more streaming, you know, with streaming coming. They're using us more and paying us less. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's AI. They're trying to replace everybody from the writers to the actors to background and stunts um, for a little to no money. Uh, folks are still fighting for health care, for better health care packages. Um, you know, it's, Real quick. Yeah. 87%. If you're SAG, you qualify for SAG insurance but you have to make at least $26,000 a year to be qualified for SAG insurance. Mm. Is it 87 or 82%? I think it's about 87%. 87% of uh, SAG actors do not qualify oh, yeah. for insurance, which means that 80% of the actors out here in L.A. and or in, in New York, wherever they may be, are making under $26,000 a year doing their their career. Yeah, you, you're probably richer career. than an, an actor. Mm-hmm. If you know, if you know a couple of actors, you have more money than them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not. It's 
not that. It's not hey. Actors have clothes. Actors have holes and clothes. No, nine to five work is a new celebrities to me. Yeah. Yeah, you that's your job for how long? Wait, you get paid okay. every week? Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> oh, your healthcare is free? Which your job? Like, it's always, it always kills me when they're like, you know, actors need to get regular jobs. I'm like, they do. That's what they're yeah, doing. They do. yes. uh, you know, yes. not me. I'm, I'm, I'm successful and rich. <laughs> uh, but like, most of them. Right, right. Like, like, like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, it's true. It's true. It's like, I, I remember folks think, also, here's the thing about acting, man. It, it, it's a constant up and down. It's not. It's not like you go straight like this. So you do need benefits. You do need job mm -hmm. security. And acting is one of the least secure jobs. I remember. You know, my first show was in two thousand three. I did a show called Louis. Um, then I did something in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Then right after that, I paid all my bills and then I went broke. And mm -hmm. then I was yeah. selling toner over the phone. I used to bike uh, to Burger King. Um, to sell toner over the phone, yes, I did. I, and wow. Like, yeah, from like Humble. Six, 6 to, tw uh, no, because we had to be in time for New York. So it'd be like 6 to 12 or something like that. And then the uh, afternoons, I'd audition. And that was after I did audi uh, commercials and TV. Mm -hmm. I used to talk about it. I was like, you know, I would have robbed somebody, but I didn't have money for a gun. So mm -hmm. I, was just, mm -hmm. I was just doing regular <laughs> job shit. Man, I got my bike stolen for work. Man, I got my bike. I was ready to kill everybody on a bike. <laughs> I got my bike stolen for work one time. It was me, Shadon, and one other dude in a car. She was like, that's him. I was like, I think so. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> him. It wasn't him. Yeah, and, then, and then I ran into a dude I used to work with. We used to chill. I'm, it's like, I'm in the streets. I'm chilling with some dude. Is L.A. I'm from New York, right? I'm not used to all the L.A. culture shit. Mm -hmm. So there's some dude. He's like, he's like, yeah, what's up? Where you from? And I was always taught, like, you just say, like, I'm from Brooklyn, Black Power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even about whatever you. I ain't even about. Brooklyn, black power. I ain't even about whatever you yeah. saying. I was like, yeah. my name Malcolm, you know, like X. <laughs> and then the dude went, Malcolm X. Show me a tattoo of Malcolm X with a rifle on it. I was like, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> and we okay. going at it, and then I'm looking at this one other dude, and I'm like, oh shit, it's about to be on. Mm -hmm. And then we staring at each other for a second. I'm like, yo, the paper place, and I the toner place, and I realized we used to sell toner together. <laughs> So I almost had beef with this dude I used to like freestyle during lunch. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, as hell. copy place. Yeah, we used that to play. It was, a, it was a sham job, hell. by the way. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, it's it's not that, a real place. Like the, our cards literally said the copy place. So when you call, you'd be like, you'd be like, hey, this the copy place calling? Um, <laughs> ah, the for copy the toner. place. <laughs> it's not so, a real job. <laughs> just circling back real quick, we talked about the healthcare thing. We mm -hmm. talked about what we're fighting for. Um, also, there was another thing that we were we were just discussing off camera, and that was like studios are now they have booked background workers, scanned their face. Well, that's mm -hmm. that was their plan. That was their plan. There was their plan. So I, I think folks don't know that it's not just money. It's yeah. like there's things from it's just like, rights. It's, 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 it's the decency. same thing. Honestly, the top five things you're fighting for at your work, that's what actors are fighting yeah. for. They're fighting for better health care for use of their time. Um, you know, so that you know women who aren't you know getting pregnant at states or, you know, they may have a miscarriage mm -hmm. and, and that may happen in a state where they don't allow um, Abortion. uh, abortions. Mm -hmm. And so it winds up being illegal for them, to, you know, because you get seen and yeah. they do all this sort of stuff. But even diversity in healthcare, like we fought for years just to have um, folks who know how to do black hair. Because um, yes. oh, often God. you often you get to set and they don't know what Come to on. do with black folks um, with the hair. Folks who've gotten their shit fucked up, you know Man. what I mean? They they'll look at you like just like okay, you look great. Like the other thing somebody told me, they're like when they come in, this is how you know they don't do, do black hair and makeup when they go, your skin looks great. Uh, that's how you know. <laughs> 
They're not. They're I not. Thought they, they're not I, ready I, I thought they was really telling me that. No, no, it's not. They don't real. know how to properly yeah. apply the the mat so you don't sweat yeah. as much, so you don't look white on camera. Yeah, and I mean the lighting, and I mean most actors I know, lo- most black actors on black actors I know will get their shit done outside of I the do studio. It, I, I do it the you day before. It. We we literally everybody. If you work in uh, 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 Canada, uh, you you go to uh, Junior. Mm. <laughs> like we would one guy. <laughs> one guy named Junior that everybody know. He busy as fuck. <laughs> it's just Junior cutting heads. Mm-hmm. All day, and so that's the thing we've been fighting for for years. Yeah. So and like, you don't even think about like, like when you're you don't not think in the studio, Cam. I'm sorry. Can we crack this door real quick? Because it's getting warm. That fan ain't doing enough. I don't think it's a lot of people. Yeah. Here, so we should be good. We fight for air. We, <laughs> we out here fighting for it all. Um, but that's one thing that you don't think about. Like you think that you know on sexual harassment stuff. All is, of that type is of stuff. all sorts of things that are the same as a regular workplace. You know, it's crazy. So understand. We just wanted you guys to understand the magnitude of the situation, um, what people are fighting for, and also like why we're standing in solidarity. Like the fact this is the first time SAG and writers sixty years in sixty years. Have, yeah, have and the Teamsters are there. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the reasons, you know, the things have been able to stop is because of the support of Teamsters and IATSE. Because they're, they're like, look, if there's, you know, when the writer strike happened because they kicked it off, they're like, as long as there's two people picketing, mm-hmm. we're not crossing a line. Yeah. You know, so it's been a big support. And it's a big movement for labor in general. Like, mm-hmm. you know, not to bore mm-hmm. folks, but like, that's why middle class is getting smaller because corporations get bigger, mm-hmm. they pay us less. And, and that's the thing about also the model for for actors, all the folks trying to be actors out here, they've slowly changed the game so that we make less money without mm-hmm. actually addressing the contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, now you have writers who are doing, you know, you do a streaming show, it's 10 episodes a year and you can't do any other show. Yeah. And you're getting paid less than network and there's no residuals. So, you know, you're, you're pretty much done. So that means you'll work two months out of the year for those 10 weeks and then you can't work or, or do a lead role on top of the fact you get, you know, 50% for taxes, 10 to 20% for manager and agents and that sort of thing. And let's not talk about net 30 and 45. Uh, and 60. Net, now, I've had, I was, I, when we first got with one of our companies that we were doing ads with, they had a net 90. Mm-hmm. I, don't even I know, know, I know you're is. talking about. Net 90. It was like you That's don't bullshit. get paid to 90 days after you film. Wow. And then every 90 days, damn near, yeah. like, it'll kind of like yeah. stagger. Yeah. Yeah. Until you like show your worth. Basically, yeah. that type yeah. of thing. So I, that's 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 another thing. And then also, um, God damn it, it was right there, and then I lost it. Uh, contracts, deals, uh, money, white folk. Co- oh, <laughs> if you are contracts, you got to with the contract. If you are thinking of getting in entertainment, acting, directing, anything like that, be leery of anything that they uh, a person or a company says that they want to use in perpetuity. You will be signing your your talent and your likeness away forever. And that used to be all the contracts, honestly. Yeah. It used to be they try to put perpetuity in everything, your license and use, but, you know, stay away from that bullshit. It means that they can use it forever. They'll pay you a, one, a one-time fee, and they will use your likeness forever. I've done some industrial stuff like that. Oh, and, yeah. You know, industrial yeah. stuff is basically if you're doing, like, um, Filming for corporations when you're doing a training manual. Only or the corporations. Yeah, those type of things. Only this, but they can use that forever. I feel like um, uh, the Cadbury Bunny <laughs> commercial. That shit been running for 500 years. Bro, they've that never bunny, redid that it. bunny and that egg. Everybody wants to be a Cadbury you Bunny. Know what I mean, bark, bark. Like that that's the that. same thing. I remember since like I was like eight years old. Yeah, yeah. So that's crazy as hell. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you know that this episode of DIYs is sponsored by. 
better help. And we definitely appreciate them for signing on and working with us and helping to get therapy to exactly the people that need it. It is entirely done online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional no additional charge. I am going to be completely honest with you guys. I credit therapy to a lot of my recently and new success being able to communicate not just with my partner uh but with my daughter with uh, uh business partners with guests with potential clients makes a world of a difference a lot of times when i was in therapy i would feel better just saying the things that i had thought about because previously i i was just thinking about them I had never verbally said them aloud, and because of that, I was just walking around with all of that. I credit BetterHelp with a lot of the tension and the stress that I've been able to relieve myself of because they made a difference. If you've been feeling like you've been weighed down, if you're feeling like you you just dealing with so much, I encourage you to try BetterHelp. If you feel like everything is great and you really got a lot, no worries right now, I also encourage you to try better help. This is the perfect time to do it, all right? There is no wrong time to start therapy. You just have to do it. You just have to want it. And I'm telling you, with better help, they make it so easy, so convenient, so perfect for you. Give it a try, all right? Let therapy be your map with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash DIYS today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help. H-E-L-P dot com slash D-I-Y-S. All right. If you've benefited from therapy, please feel free to share your experience carefully. Please go online. Let people know how it helped you, how it benefited you, how you benefited from it. All right. I promise you, you cannot go wrong with this. Talking to somebody unbiased about your situation can only help it, especially somebody that's licensed like the therapist at BetterHelp. Try it today. But all right, enough of that. We're gonna keep it back. We got some crazy stories that we want to talk about. Adam 22. Anybody want to talk about it? Oh, that porn guy? Anybody want to talk about it? Mike, you want to? Yeah, man, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm not stupid, bro. Listen, 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 listen. He said, yeah, man, that's crazy. <laughs> that's wild stuff, man. What'd you think, Mike? Talk to him. Man, I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Solid. I respect. I respect that. I wouldn't do it at all. But uh, do, you, do you think it's that big a deal? I mean, like he his, he been having threesomes with with Lena. Right? Oh, it's not. A, but that's the thing. It's not a big deal on their part because if you pay attention, they're doing this shit for publicity. Everything Absolutely. is coming. Everything is not. I mean, not just publicity, but like this is a strategic plan to get her and him, even that guy Jason Love. Like, this is all, like, he did an interview talking about how he smashed her better than mm-hmm. my man did, which I'm like, wait, then uh, mm-hmm. Adam22 came back, Adam told him that you're banned from having sex with my wife. It's like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. it's that's a joke. It's a joke. For those that don't know, real quick, Adam22 is a, he's a, he's a, is podcast, a podcast or yeah. a podcast host. He has a girlfriend named Lena. 22. They do Lena, mad uh-huh. sex scenes it, together. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. They do a lot of content together. She's and, a porn uh, star, bro. She's she a porn star. Weird. And, why, do you say, why do you say content like y'all both? Well, you know what? Doing I'm, doing it, I'm doing it for the people that may not be okay. aware of what's going on. Some okay. people might be like, oh, you know, I don't get a chance to watch this. I just tune into the podcast. So, uh, she's a porn star. They make a lot of content together, <laughs> and it reached out to this other guy, uh, Jason Love. 
Is that his name? But yeah. I think it's important. She's not. She. You're not a porn star if you're not having sex with a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. Because they just have sex together. No, mm. no. He. Well. They make that, content together. She, she she lets him good. she lets him get others. Other yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yes, which yes. to me is normal, right? Uh-huh. That's fine. <laughs> but uh, <Wait>. huh? <laughs> and that's just normal stuff. That's regular. That's regular regular stuff. Yeah. But no, now, no. now we stepping into the category where now she is doing stuff with other men. Yeah. And you know, I just don't think it was necessary. Yeah. You don't think it was necessary for her to do it, or you don't think it's necessary? Well, for definitely them, not uh, like necessary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I don't think I, I don't. We, they didn't need that. They were already going. They already had something going that so, people enjoy. So let me ask you this, all right? And I want to know your your opinion as who you are. And I wanted to know if like, because you, you have Jamaican roots, and yeah. I know I hear you know you hear the stereotype stereotypes about you know Jamaican men being very possessive of their women, all that type of stuff. You're in a relationship with a lady. She's always cool with you having threesomes, all that type of stuff. And she was like, you know what? I want, I want another guy. No. You ain't got to beat you. Just no? Flat out, okay. Flat out, no. Flat out the guy. No. But you, she's okay with you doing it, and that's okay? And see, and see, that's why I'm even wary of bringing in another girl. Right. Because I'm like, don't think this is like your way of getting... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. no, no, baby. You can fuck her, fuck her. Go crazy. Go fuck her. Go crazy. No, can yeah, I say yeah, this? Yeah, like, why, why are you so comfortable? Two months later, she'd be like, yeah. so I was laying this. I found this one guy. You know, can it's only this? fair because... It, yeah. it just feels like... <laughs> let's Let's all be clear, right? Because the elephant in the room is this. Dick is free. Pussy be costing something. Mm-hmm. Always. And so it has a value on it that if you put your lady as your lady, you have reached the peak of that value. See, it's mad shit that you got to put up with Talk with a it. woman that is like her attitude and yeah. her PMS you earn and all that. of this shit. So if another nigga could come in and smash and, just do it and, and then and just not have to worry about all the other shit, it's mm-hmm. like, dog, the bottom line is this, like... It, her giving you more women to have sex with is kind of like her blessing you with more riches. Bitches is riches. Because Solid. because what happens is, like, if you're a king, mm-hmm. what women expects a king, the, the master of, of men, to only sleep with one woman versus who the fuck want a queen that multiple people is fucking? Mm. There you go. Like the queen of the, the imagine the queen of England, and we find out that she be getting railed down by two or I three niggas. Them I, listen, listen, I respect them. I ain't listen. Okay, I'm all right. Like, I was but, but, I'm, but I'm talking about like the vast majority of people would be like, "Well, somebody's fucking the queen." Mm-hmm. But you hear somebody fucking the king, you like, "Well, I mean, he's the king." Now, 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 let me play devil's advocate. Now, is that part of the patriarchy and part of the problem? No, because it's a stereotype. No. It's all it's all perspective. But it, like, but it goes back to how we value the difference in the genitalia. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like pussy has a different value mm-hmm. than dick does in society. But that's also because men will are more likely just to fuck anything though. But that's the whole point though. Okay, so like, so like okay, so oh, hold on, hold on. A woman marries a man knowing that he has that gene in mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Now whether it lies dormant forever, whether you allow him to exercise it. That's that's between y'all, but mm. she understands that a man is a man. Most women, and I, I don't even want to say most women, but your I, the ideal picture of a woman who can maneuver through society as she pleases without any blemish can't perform like because that. of society. But now hear me out, because I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm always gonna be for the women because I love women. I also know that women can out fuck us on our best day and their worst day. They can still out fuck us. Any nigga that loves to fuck, if you meet a woman that likes to fuck, she will outfuck you, okay? That bounce back period shatters ours, okay? 
they can fuck and not even come and still enjoy themselves. If we don't know, we're like, eh, I can even get one off. She was like, that you was know still why? great. Hold on, you wait, 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 wait. I'll tell you why. Because men live, I mean, men love to live. And women lo- live to love. Women are nurturers, right? They love the process of sex. They love the intimacy of it. Even my wife told me, I, I was thinking like, if you ain't come, uh, we ain't have a good time. She was like, no, I love the intimacy. I like you being with me. I like you being on top of me, us talking, us sharing that, that, that space and that energy. If we don't come, we feel like we didn't do the job. And if she don't come, we feel like we didn't do the job. We count our nut and their nut as a successful exchange of, of energy and time. But they can just get off on the intimacy of being with that person. So in my mind, a woman that has been with multiple people, I don't really judge that by not sh- because that means you got on a job training. If we get together and I'm 30 and you 35 or I'm 35, you 35, I don't want to have to teach you how to ride, how to go from the back. Now we can cater it to my liking and 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 like and 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 um and and what is it? Not likewise, but uh preferences. preferences? Prefer- yeah, well I mean preference and also like back and forth. We could both cater to each other of what we like, but I want you to have some on the job training. I've never been a person that like it's like, oh, she got these bodies and shit like that. I don't I don't trip off now, of that, that shit. That I will say this. It's nothing wrong with Mary and a hoe. She just right. gotta retire. Right. <laughs> Right, but Flat I think that, that's that's okay. That is a conversation that should be had when y'all are getting in a relationship, right? So that 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 I'm understanding because she gonna say the same thing to you. If you was a home, we get together. You gotta retire. Are you okay with that? Duh, that's that's no because. <laughs> No, what it's not said? a double standard, bro. Well, it's, it it's because it's biology to hear. Like, for example, like we actually need and love the art of fucking to the point where we can come pretty much quick as fuck, not just off the feeling, but the psychological. Mm-hmm. Women can't because they're in it for something else. It's 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 carnal with us, it's emotional with them. The things that are emotional for us, if we if okay, let's put it like this. Let's let's make an emotional and a carnal bucket, right? Mm-hmm. And in my emotional bucket is hugs, is buying ice cream, mm-hmm. is cuddling, it's all kind of shit that'll make her equally as pissed off as if I would be as if she gave the pussy away. Right. Because the shit that I don't care about is shit that you absolutely hundred percent need from mm-hmm. me, right? So if I'm giving my attention to another woman, mm-hmm. but I'm not fucking her. Mm-hmm. If I'm buying a bitch ice cream, but mm-hmm. I'm not fucking her. If I'm rubbing her feet, but I'm not fucking her. That's mm-hmm. all the intimate stuff that you claiming that you need that don't even matter about the fucking. I tell me, you, okay. Let me ask you this. This is to all you guys. We can all just sound off. I'm not the type of person that can. I I, I ain't never did a smash and dash. I ain't never did a one night stand. None of that type of shit. I have to know the person I'm fucking. I have to know what they're comfortable with. I have to know their mm. likes and all that type of shit because I like pleasing my partner. And for me to do that effectively, I have to have a connection with them. I can't, I, I can't do it one night stand. Now, if you can, I think that what you said right there applies to that. But for me, I, I, I can't, I, like, the kissing and the hugging, like, that's, that's part of the foreplay for me. I like that shit. Mm. I like the hugging. I like the rubbing. I like that. That gets me going. I can't just whip my dick out on command and fuck somebody. Yeah, I'm a little bit different. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Just a little bit. I mean, I'm, just a little bit. Just I'm gonna keep it real for me. I'm not gonna. Like, only reason I say that is because you say that there are. I got women, a girlfriend. You can't let me in there. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. The only reason I say that is because you say women. Um, 
the, the, the stuff that we value different things, like the, the, the hand-holding, the ice cream, and all that type of stuff, that's the stuff that they're like. I met women that, one, can come super fast. I have two. Right? And multiple times with the super fast. <laughs> Me too. I met women that don't give a fuck about the ice cream, don't give a fuck about the dinner. It's like, come on and drop this dick off, right? Well, here, hold on, 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 Stat quo and the status of the 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 across the board mindset of people. Of course, you got people who right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay, bringing up the outliers okay. because the societal norms have grouped those people as outliers. If we didn't have such a stigma on the men and the women in society, I saw a clip the other day when these guys were talking about if if. If society didn't hold men to such crazy standards, then you would find more men that like would be more experimental with that lady licking their ass or sucking their balls on the back or something like that. I ain't that ain't my shit, and it ain't because of society. It's just I don't want nobody on my asshole. But I I can understand the logic in that because we have the society norms, because we have these double standards that men aren't comfortable wanting to say, I want to try this, I want to try that. Men aren't even comfortable saying, I like toys. I got toys. I got multiple flashlights. I got multiple cock rings. I got multiple. I got cock rings with a device on it that has a, a vibrator on it, so it hits the clit as I'm fucking. Because some women respond better, or they get off from clitoral stimulation versus insertion. Multiple so, flashlights. So you got the one that, that, that you stick on the window. And <laughs> that's not a flashlight. That's a deal, though, man. Don't don't play me. No, get nigga, it's a flashlight that it sticks on the window. You can fuck the flashlight because it, it, it can stick on the I shower. I ain't never seen that one. Yeah. It's here it, it, in the shower like, what? <laughs> I look at toys as my teammate, not my opposition. So, and if that's going to help me please I'm my assist. partner better. You're getting assist. Yeah, it's, 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 that's going to help me please my partner better. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do that shit. I'm now, all into pleasing your partner to here, man. I, I'm all into doing whatever it takes. I just feel your woman is your woman, man, and, and, and shouldn't no other man be in there if that's your woman still. That's, okay. just, that's, just, that's just it. But will you be in another woman when you're your woman's man? It depends. <laughs> all I'm saying is the double standard is still... Very prevalent in our I society. Think, I think I it's think a big double standard. standard. I can admit it. I think, I think you gotta be comfortable with that. Yeah. I also just think it's look. I think look. It is a male-dominated society, so shit's gonna skew towards yeah. that. Yeah. That is what it is. I think everything at the end of the day is between you and your partner. Exactly. Do you that know part. what I mean? Like I don't really. At the end I'm of the day, I'm but, in all but, types of different relationships, if and it's always it, if you put on it, me and whoever. if you have a public relationship and then you make this a norm, I feel like you open up the door yeah, for more but, people but, to be like, "Baby, can I have?" I agree with you, but do you think Adam? 22 is bothered by that? He not. But, That's what I'm saying. But I'm not worried you, about him. You, you mean in general, in general? I'm worried about the kids that, that are looking up to Adam 22 and no Who joke. Who the hell are the kids looking up to Adam 22? <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised. If you are eight years old and you are following <laughs> Adam 22 and leaving the club, you fucked already. Yeah, it's right? true. Right? <laughs> I mean, that, you were fucked before this happened. You were fucked before this happened. You wasn't watching Teletubbies. You were like, let me turn on Adam 22 see what the fuck he up to. I just, I, really, I just feel like I feel like uh, I, I completely understand that there's a double standard. No, and, right? and, and, and I do too. And, and I also I, understand. And I, you. I, I understand that, like Malcolm said, at the end of the day, you and your partner have to have an understanding and an agreement of what you guys are comfortable with, and also understand that if you choose to be in a spotlight where the public can know what's going on with y'all. Y'all have to be able to understand that you're going to get that criticism, you're going to get the negative comments, and you have to be able to stand in solidarity against that type of stuff. Or go back to the drawing bar and figure out what you guys are comfortable because people do change. Can I say this, though? It all, it all boils down to the love that you and your, your, your partner share. And what I mean by that is 
it's some niggas out there right now who they woman would never would they they would not allow their woman to sleep around or they and they woman ain't even want to, but she also don't even like that nigga like that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if a, if your lady loves you, I think that we are afraid of losing a little bit of the love and respect from our woman. If a woman see what men be having to do is go out and like okay, look, men know how to compartmentalize shit to the point where it's like you got a smash, and then you got somebody who you love. And you know how to separate the two in the regard of, like, she might look better than you, but you who I love. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't think men trust that a woman will go out and fuck a nigga with a bigger dick, more money, more muscles, and then come back and be like, but I still love you. And I think that that's the main fear that niggas be having. And it's like, honestly, if you find somebody that loves you for real, for real, and can prove it to you and show you, the the options are endless for what the possibilities for your relationship could be. Mm-hmm. It's just not a lot of love out here. People don't people together and they not really like they don't care about that person's spirit, their physical and all of that. It's just like almost like I need me a man for show. I gotta mm-hmm. have a husband for show. And it's like so now you are you don't really fuck with me like that and you're limiting me on what I could possibly be. And that's where it becomes not fair. And so for that point, I could see how men could do the same thing in women and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ain't supposed to do all that if you got stress fractures in your relationship. And shit. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not gonna, it's not gonna work out. You be like, you know what? I think this threesome will really help us out. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, gonna. Yeah. So you saying that, that lifestyle I... stuff is not going to help your situation if the foundation of friendship, trust, open communication, and transparency yeah. isn't there. If the idea is I just want to fuck somebody that ain't you, it's probably yeah. not <laughs> like in general. Yeah, get you a mm-hmm. I'm tired. If I'm tired of fucking you, I'm tired of fucking you. That's, that's not that's gonna. Facts. You know what what gonna mean? Say, Mike, so sorry. that's the ideal love. Is that what we saying? It comes back down to that. Um, I, th- I think the idea of love comes down to what CP said is great and, and, and absolutely correct, but I think that I think it goes deeper than love. Because I love some people, but I don't trust them. Mm, when a woman right. trusts you mm-hmm. to lead, to provide, to protect her, she will do just about anything. And I'm not saying like the mischievous and nefarious behavior. I'm saying like she will trust you to lead her. Mm-hmm. And if you say, hey, I want to try this out, whether it's for our relationship or maybe on a one-off type shit, she will let you try that out if she trusts that you're not doing this in an attempt to be sneaky, conniving, mm-hmm. or replace her, all that type of mm-hmm. shit. She will be open-minded for the most part. But also, you have to know your woman enough to like how to bring that up. A lot of people won't do it because you don't want to have that difficult conversation. That difficult conversation is gonna, is gonna, um, is gonna require you to expose the shit that you like that you might not have told her about. Uh, the the porn categories and shit that you like that you might watch when she's never around or when you out of town. It's gonna require transparency and vulnerability. And a lot of guys, in the effort <coughs> to be the breadwinners and the protectors and the the, the leads of that of the ship, we will hide our vulnerability and that type of stuff away from even our partner because we don't want to look weak in their eyes because of societal norms. Mm-hmm. I've been guilty of it. Still, to this day, me and my wife just had a conversation about, I didn't want to tell you that because I didn't want you to look at me different because I'm, oh. I got to lead this ship. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that is a real thing in society. On top of like not wanting to look different in your, in your partner's eyes, it's also like you don't have... A lot of times we don't have safe spaces for us to bounce these type of ideas off of other male because we don't want them to look at us different. Mm-hmm. And so 
I know I've been in a lot of situations, especially in my lifestyle right now, that I don't have a lot of male friends that I can bounce this off of because they're like, no, I, can't, I can't even do that, nigga. I can't. And I, I get it. I'm not trying to convince or convert anybody. Like, I'm, I'm very proud of where me and my wife are, and we talk about a lot of shit, and we have a, a strong-ass group of people that we bounce ideas off of, and we, when one of us is wrong, we go to a couple people in the group, and they will let us know unbiasedly. Now, you fucked up. You should you should look at it like this because you need that sounding board. You need that safe space. And we need more safe space, especially for black men, to talk about this stuff because there might be somebody at home that was teetering on the board. It was like, I kind of want to see what the life's all about. But if they listen to three against one saying, nah, I ain't doing that fuck shit, then they'd be like, oh, three. no. Might be two. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey. But I'm just saying, like. No, you, the, you the making whole, a great point. The whole thing is like, the reason why me and my wife decided to come out about being poly is because when we were thinking about it, we had no outlets to reach out to. There was nobody. There was a speculation of Will and Jada and a speculation of T.I., but I don't know them personally. There were no outlets. There were no Reddit, Reddit posts for me to do the research. There weren't a lot of options, so we had to look within ourselves and then just ask people and kind of like word of mouth led us to a, a, a great group of people and then just experimenting on our own. And we bumped our heads a lot and shit like that. So the shit that we do isn't for everybody. Hey, but it is for the people that are curious or just want to learn more about it or want to know that there are other options. Me and my wife were on the way out. We were not going to make it. Divorce was inevitable because there were certain things she was requiring that I could not provide and certain things that I wanted from her, but I, I felt weird saying, and we found a middle ground, and that helped us. Now, that's not going to be the case for everybody. Me and my wife had been knowing each other since 2005. We didn't get married until 2013. So we had years of foundation that's of friendship too. and yeah, building. So that didn't save us because we were just on the outs and we didn't have a friendship because at the end of the day, we always could talk to each other and we could always laugh. But how deep we could talk, how, how the depth of the conversation changed with us being completely transparent on what we wanted, what we were interested in, and what we wanted to try out. And every conversation that we have that is an uncomfortable conversation, we both agree when we started. Like, I'm not coming from a place of, of malice. I'm not tr intentionally trying to hurt you. I'm telling you how I'm feeling right now. I, I let a nigga uh, eat her pussy and rub her back, but then that's it. <laughs> Listen, we all got our things. You know what I'm saying? We, we all got our things. But, but look, gotta, but look, but look. your lines and your boundaries. The parameters. Yeah. You gotta yeah. have the parameters and yeah. the boundaries. You eat the ass, man. You know your job. <laughs> it's bullshit. But look, but look. Here's the thing, though. Know. People also got to not be afraid. Sometimes you can be with a motherfucker forever and change or just realize that, dog, somebody just might not be your type. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think that a lot of relationships be stagnant because nobody want to come to the table with the conversation because the conversation might lead to like, oh, I kind of don't like you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, oh, I, I liked you back when this was yes. the case. But now that this is the case... I kind of, you're not who I want to be fucking with. Sometimes people don't grow at the and same rate. And when you rate. open that no. box, yeah. that that people don't understand. That is one of the options where you be like, okay, well, guess what? That that is that what you're into? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I would never do that. And it's mm -hmm. like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you learn that the, the shit don't work no more. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And that, that's, uh, uh, that happens. The same way, the people that expect people to stay the same throughout their entire life through marriages, oh, they're crazy in my opinion. Me and my wife, we like we jokingly, but we still do it. Every couple years, we we sit down at the table, we sit and have a great conversation, and we look each other both in the eye and be like, "Are you still in it?" 
Mm-hmm. Because of the real thing. You do checkups on everything else. You do, you know, health checkups, mm-hmm. take a car to the to the dealership and you get the all and all that stuff done. You do checkups on everything else. You t- check in with your kid, how's school going? You got any you want to do anything you need to talk about? It? We don't do it in marriage. Because sometimes that shit changes. Mm-hmm. People change. Yo, you the shit that you like to eat five years ago, ten years ago, is not the same shit you like to eat. Mm-hmm. I love a piece of white sauce. I love it. I would never ate white sauce ten years ago. The red sauce, it gets me gas. It's like okay. energizing. So I, oh, can't it's know that. I can't do so the red solid. sauce as much okay. as But I'm just saying, like, your taste buds change. How can you think that, like, your love interests, your, your, your interests in things that entertain you, your your uh, sexual interests are not going to change as time progresses? It definitely will, especially in your, if you're both in careers where you're both elevating. Like, that changes... That changes your 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 budgeting. That changes your your spending account, your vacation, all that type of stuff. And with those changes come different tastes, different requirements, different thrills. And if I, you're not having those conversations, it's, you it's know. true. I let my lady do what she wants because her house is bigger. Well, I mean, <laughs> so that's that's suspicious. I at least listen to her. Yeah, because taxes I don't are going to do be. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this what you paying for taxes? <laughs> this is what I spent on lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So everyone, I got to listen to her now. It's cold. <laughs> It's cool when you got a young bitch, because then you ain't got to really, you just do what you feel like doing. Mm-hmm. What you do, your car brand? Yeah. 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 Like, what you up to? I'm doing whatever the fuck I want. I'm older than you. <laughs> I'm walking out, and I'll return when I arrive. When I arrive? <laughs> that is it. I'm on time. But conscious. I think it's, it's just going to be, it's going to be that. You have to have those uncomfortable conversations and still get around that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's. I think it's very imperative, and it's not just with your partner, but you. You should have those. You should be comfortable having those things with your friends too. I feel like as I've gotten older, I've. I feel like I'm around more brothers. I feel like it's been a lot less, like weird or taboo to mm-hmm. be open. Like I feel like I'm around more brothers that are like I love you, or mm-hmm. we can talk about something that's wrong. Like even having something like Nori talk about giving out flowers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like we've normalized. Men respecting, showing love from men. Yeah. And I feel like it's opened a door for a lot more things. Like, you know, I, I'm from the hood, so it was weird to go, like, I'm going to get uh, any counseling of any sort or see a mm-hmm. psychiatrist or, or get any. That shit was super weird. I couldn't do it. It was like skiing. Like, mm-hmm. that ain't for black folks. Yeah. So, and then suddenly it's like, you know, I got, I started doing it. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in pain. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. it turns out the reason I'm so angry is because I'm in pain and I'm hurt and I don't know how to express it or say anything. So, it is that thing of like, it is hard to figure out because there are all these norms and because those norms don't even fit us as black folks. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit don't even sound real to us. That it, it is, it, it, it does become increasingly important to find out how can I share these things? How do I figure out who I am and how do I do that around a safe place, around mm-hmm. people who relate to what I'm going through? Yeah. You know, because that's the hardest thing is that you get to certain spaces and you go, do other people know what it's like to be like this? Am I by myself? Yeah. Less, less pause and more calls. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Poor Somebody real. tried to tell me to pause the other day and I was like, oh, okay, but what about when I'm sucking dick? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't care. My girl doesn't like that joke. <laughs> wow. Look at the niggas like that. <laughs> Look at all the niggas like cousins. Man, we just talked ah! about Cheryl. You see that? We just talked about Cheryl. You said they back on the You said they back on the sofa. You said, I hear you, I hear you. Mm. Mm. And then look at the other way. He averted his games. He averted his games so fast. Can I tell you something? I was at the comedy store the other day, and I did my joke about 
somebody somebody requested it. I did the um <laughs> I did the uh the dick feeding joke. Mm-hmm. You know the um the, the breastfeeding. Breast yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a fucking classic joke. It is. A <laughs> I mean, it's a good joke. If I do say so myself, <laughs> but but after it was over, this 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 very feminine, flamboyant gay guy comes mm-hmm. up to me and was like, "I love that joke," and I was thinking, like, "I would suck that dick right now," and I was like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. And it, it was still prime, and <coughs> I'm like. You gotta hey, wait, man. you gotta wait, wait one more week. Like, hey, now, let, let, me, let me ask you a serious question. Let hey, me ask man, you a serious question. You can't question. say that to somebody. But here's what, the thing, what? here's the thing. And just again, just playing devil's advocate. If it was a chick, it would have been different, right? To hear, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so like, now hear me out. This is the only reason I say that. No, no. No, no, no. Because hear me out. Because I, I got. I was wearing a shirt. That's like it's saying a, if it was a homeless person or a regular person. Like, nigga, that's two different kind of things. I hear what you're saying. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to change you at all, brother. All I'm trying to help you do is. is First of all, anytime expand. a nigga said I'm not trying to change you at all, here come the change. I, I'm trying to expand <laughs> your your tolerance level, brother. Like, as as a gay guy, I, I would imagine. As a gay it, guy, what the fuck? As a Brought gay to guy, you I would imagine, by he, Cheetos. Gotcha, he gotcha, he he was like, I don't know if he is. I'm just gonna I'm shoot gonna my shot. I'm gonna shoot my shot. I will tell you this. What's funny is I did I did a show where I played a gay character, and it mm-hmm. was very funny because. I realized, uh, like, I was in a bar, and this dude saw it, and it was clearly, like, he clearly thought I was gay in real life. And it was very funny because I realized uh, guys gay or not still don't know what they're talking about when they're trying to get some ass. <laughs> yeah. Like, he literally, he was just like, he was like, so you like music? I was like, yeah. He was like, you like dancing? I was like, oh, I think he's hitting on me. Yeah. Horrible. This is how bad we are. Yeah. This is also what we sound like when we talk to chicks. People like, you like nachos? Yeah. Yeah, I be eating nachos. You like it with cheese or you don't like cheese? <laughs> yeah, fuck cheese. Like, I was like, oh, we ain't talking about shit. You just like me. It's very uncomfortable. I got hit on a couple weeks ago. It's Pride Month. I got on this shirt. It's, this, it's a shirt that's it's this company called Diet Source on Monday. And it says Diet. And they had the old Apple logo, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, with mm-hmm. the, the colors on it, right? I didn't think nothing of it because I bought the show a couple years ago. I bought a couple of them. I yeah. bought shirts and shorts. I love it. It's black and you on love brand. computers? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm invested. I got a couple stocks, just three. I'm wearing. I'm sitting at the bar. My homegirl Whitney Tabor. I'm talking to her. This guy comes over. He's like, "You got the coolest shirt on here." And I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> well, he put I'm your, genuinely he thinking put your, he's a complicated. You put your fingers on your shoulder. Well, like he did. He's like, "You got the coolest yeah. shirt." Then he like looked the back. And I was like, "Thank you." So this brand he, he looked at the back of your shirt. I was sitting. He didn't wait for you to be by, and then look. You know what I'm saying? He, he stopped you. It and opened said, up. <laughs> I didn't even realize it. He was he was going in. You're too thick to be doing that. You hear? You immediately got to go on guard. You, nigga. you are a little. What thick. is wrong with you, man? You can't be walking around here with all them hips and niggas looking at the back of your shirt from the front of your shirt. You can't let a nigga finger your shoulder to the front. You are sizable. You can't do that. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna just do the ads after that. <laughs> I forgot I had to do some asses. We was having such a great oh time. Uh, I ain't going to even finish the story. I, I'll go live <laughs> on my Patreon. Y'all just come. I'll finish the story there. I can't. I can't with CP. He ain't going to let me finish. No. Nah, so we started with my story. And you say, I'm not trying to change you, brother. But a nigga did it to me. Spit me around. <laughs> I didn't say that. That's my fucking you story. You a wild ass nigga. nigga. said, ooh, this is a wild ass shirt. was like, <laughs> 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 Why are you 
you the way you are, bro. I'm just saying. You ain't saying shit. <laughs> you, you demonstrated it on Malcolm. You brought Malcolm into it. I thought this was a safe space, bro. It is it's a safe like, space, though. Nah, I would lay somebody down for you with the burner. Oh, hold on now. Oh, wow. With the burner. I that came you in. Give that from behind the back. Okay. Wow. 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 Malcolm, you still new here. I just got here. You can't do back tattoo jokes yet. You got another month of probation. I'll wait my turn. He said, I'll wait my turn. This is why black men can't have safe spaces. I appreciate we, you we being you. We do have safe spaces. We don't, man. We I don't. love you for being you, man. I, 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 Did I pause you? I said, let's pause before I called. He didn't pause you, though. You, he didn't pause I let you, you he like, did the whole thing, and he didn't he take said, pause he, said, he, he spit me around, told me that the back of my shit, he loved my slit. This felt he very, said that the slit was high. This felt very progressive for this standard, I guess. <laughs> hey, man, listen, it's a start. He <laughs> said, so I'm in the bar wearing only a T-shirt like Winnie the Pooh. I looked up in my bed. MTV said, Tahir said, stop. Why y'all like this, bro? Stop it, though. You know what? Oh my God. Y'all ain't... know they still want it if they say no at the end. <laughs> no. Stop it, though. <laughs> That's how you know you still have a shot. Uh, <laughs> listen, man, uh, thank y'all so much for watching. Uh, Cam, we're going to keep the camera rolling because I'm going to do these ads right after we finish this. But uh, I want to thank my amazing guests uh, that came on today. We got Mike Dam, we got Malcolm Barrett, we got uh, CP. All have amazing things going on. I'm gonna let them drop their socials, and if they got, uh, you guys can follow them and check them out and check out all the stuff they got coming on on their page. Everybody posts on their page, so uh, let's kick it off with Mike Dam. What you got for him, Mike? Yo, it's Mike Dam. Check out my page. I got um, just dropped my line and uh, go go stream my new single. Hard to find. You already know, it's good. It's great. Okay. I love the song. I love the song. It's in every rotation with me. Uh, Malcolm Barrett, you want to let the people know where they can come to and get roasted if they say something disrespectful? Yeah, I mean, come come right here if you want it. <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> I'm available. The gay niggas, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. these are like gay, gay niggas, niggas commercials. <laughs> <laughs> come right here if you want it. I'm available. You about that. <laughs> <laughs> if your hips to lips ratio is... Um, I'm not really available for anything, man. I'm on strike. You can give me money on Venmo. I'm Malcolm Barrett everywhere. Uh, Verb will be rapping on Instagram. Ain't never gonna be there, but stuff about strikes. It's not really exciting. Uh, actually, you know what? Say something offensive to me so I can insult you for like 10 minutes. He will roast that you shit's, for about 10 that minutes. That shit's fire. Yeah, yeah. That's all I got. Really. Yeah, that is something. That's something. That's fine. CP? Uh yeah man um shit uh shout out to uh to shit Sandy and loving my life Jeff wait <laughs> loving loving my Jeff life living and, my best living oh, my, my Jeff life living my, my Jeff, Jeff life. life I get it all right all right, Jeff. All right uh, but yeah um man uh, I'm doing this new thing uh this weekend it's called uh the gamer in the mouth um it's Whoa. a we get what what gamer are you <laughs> got in your mouth bro. <laughs> This I didn't even, wow, after yo. all of that, hey, after I, all of that, that's how you close hey, out? I right. didn't name it. It's hey, called, I didn't name it. It's, hey. called, it's on my page. It's called The Gamer in the yeah, Mouth. If the you want to play in his gamer, mouth. There's a gamer. <laughs> See? Sorry. I, uh, See? Listen, I just when got it was here. coming from you, it was okay. <laughs> But now that it's coming at you, CB, you don't like it. Because That's it feels CB mean is. coming the other way. It was a nice, creative breeze flowing your way. A nice, creative breeze. No, of, no. A joke sprinkled in every now and then. I got up in the world. You said the nigga. The nigga's been, He's been to around. He just spit me around. He just looked at the back of my shirt. That nigga said, shake something. Let me see. Wow. <laughs> hey, look. Hold on, hold on. All right, look. All right, look. Um... Uh, 
You can follow me on at Comedian CP. You guys can follow my Patreon. Uh, I'm about to go on tour. Uh, me and Reggie both finna go on tour, which has been crazy. My first time bringing Reggie Bo out on tour. Uh, uh, La Brea Improv, uh, July 27th. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to sell that thing out. Let's Detroit. go. I just signed the contract You're today. That thing. Coming back to Detroit <laughs> August 10th uh, at the Punchline. I'm everywhere, man. In the comedy store on Thursday, too. Comedy store every Thursday. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. These, these, these niggas have done it. Hey, I'm I, about to do I'll it. Be, I'll be I there this Thursday. Whenever they allow me to. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get them all out there. Hey. We're gonna, yeah. More. Doug, Doug Chappelle. Hey, dog. <laughs> Doug Chappelle! I can't believe a nigga with two hairstyles. <laughs> Just. <laughs> At the same time. Doug Chappelle. This thing got, got a fade braids. Fade braids. <laughs> that insulted me. I'm well, listen, man. Thank everybody so much for watching. Uh, this has been another episode of Damn Internet. You scary. I'm to hear more. I'll see you next shit week. Scary. <laughs> until until Tahir got turned by that nigga. All right, nigga. That was that fucking scary. Enough. You are out of pocket, sir. We did one topic. Love y'all. Peace, guys. <laughs> <laughs>